welcome to the Hillington Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust podcast, a series of conversations with different members of staff to highlight some of the great work they're doing and aiming to give you, our staff, an insight into what's happening across the Trust. Brought to you by the Communications and Engagement Team. Okay, let's get into today's conversation. Today we're talking about the freedom to speak up within an organisation. Here to talk us through the speaking up is Paula Lewis, Interim Freedom to Speak Up Guardian. Paula is also the Trust Leadership, Development and Organisational Development Lead. Hi Paula, what is the role of the Freedom to Speak Up Guardian? Hi uh, Lucy, I'd say really that um, as a Freedom to Speak Up uh, Guardian, my role is really here to support colleagues um, in raising issues uh, without any fear of uh, negative uh, consequences. And um, I'm also here to sort of help the organisation identify and address barriers to speaking up. So while Freedom Speak Up Guardians uh, traditionally began in the NHS, they have actually spread out to other organisations as well. And it's freedom to speak up has become a vital tool in making sure that values are preserved and promoted for staff and service users alike. How can freedom to speak up guardians help staff to raise a concern? I think primarily it's uh, important to note that um, when colleagues do come uh, with a concern that it takes a great deal of courage. So being able to provide that um, listening ear um, creating the space for people to uh, express their concerns is um, fundamental, I think, to being able to allow people to have faith in the process. And then obviously how that issue is dealt with um, is, is, is the second part of it. But to your uh, to your point, um, if we think back to you know 2015's Freedom Speak Up review, that identified some of the barriers that colleagues have um, when they come forward with work related um, problems. And that actual report recommended that every trust should have a freedom to speak up um, guardian. So in terms of being able to help people raise their uh, concerns, it's about preserving their anonymity, um, if that's what they uh, wish, uh, to address the barriers to speaking up in the first place, and to make sure that those issues uh, that are raised are used for opportunities for uh, learning, because if we ask colleagues to come forward with the concerns, what they want to have is surety that those concerns will actually be uh, addressed, even when some of the things that colleagues come forward with may be quite challenging for uh, the organisation to hear. And on the back of that, then more long term, helping organisations promote a positive culture of speaking up so that it becomes embedded and is effectively within the organisation's DNA. And by doing that, I think guardians can actually um, help to improve the experience of workers uh, and people who use public services. So, um, yeah, it isn't about apportioning uh, blame or indeed covering up, but how we can learn um, together. Have you got any examples of concerns that can be raised? Yeah, I have actually. So um, the type of things that colleagues um, may um, want to come forward with or some concerns that people might have could be around unsafe work practices or, or perhaps even failure to act in accordance with organisational uh, values or policies anything uh, to do with financial wrongdoing, say, or failure to act in accordance with the law and professional uh, standards or bullying and, and discrimination. So those are just some um, some high level uh, points that hopefully will help colleagues um, recognise some of the things that they you know, might want to come forward with, should that be an issue 
uh, for them or uh, a problem that they're facing currently. Yes, and as a result of concerns being raised, how can we as an organisation develop a learning culture? I think sometimes, um, you know, independent inquiries have shown that if we ignore mistakes, that actually leads to organisational failure and, and nobody wants that. Um, I think it, we could also neatly um, link it to uh, the trust's um, uh, policy around I am the change. It starts with us. If we want to see change within the organisation, then actually um, it is about recognising that if you see something that doesn't sit right with you, uh, then um, to, to, to be the one to come uh, forward and, um, and be part of the solution and helping the organisation to, uh, to change. And in many ways, actually, the experience of uh, NHS staff and patients are similar. It takes real courage, as I said at the start. Patients might be scared um, of expressing their concerns. They're worried about whether or not it might affect their care. And staff actually may worry that if they do come forward, um, it could have um, an impact on their uh, career. So again, it's about not apportioning blame. It's about owning up when uh, things go wrong and looking at what we can do um, to move things forward in a positive way so that other colleagues don't go through similar experiences in future and to make it better, hopefully, for the person who's, who's brought that issue forward to you in the first place. It's a vitally important role that you're doing. What can our leaders do to bring about change? First and foremost, it's about listening. And it's very easy to say that. Um, to listen, I think, with the intent to understand um, to recognise what people are, are going with, going through, even, and um, you know, to, to also engage with people as well. Actually, it's about winning hearts and minds, and and really having the appetite to want to see things done differently and also better, rather than just listening to uh, to respond. But fundamentally, good leadership actually requires the integrity to admit when things uh, go wrong, to report those problems, and actually, if necessary, to accept um, the consequences that go with that. Um, you know, leadership is a real privilege, actually, um, but with that privilege comes accountability and a certain amount of uh, responsibility. And if we want to see change within the organisation, it's about role modelling those behaviours and, um, and, and just I think treating people with the dignity and the respect that they that they deserve. Uh, people want to come to work to do a fair day's work for a fair day's pay, and um, we can at least stop and think. Okay, um, you know, what does this mean in terms of our cares values? How do we want to show up for each other and make it better so that we can work together, um, healthy, functioning um, teams, um, and have a conducive working environment? I think that's. That's what all of us fundamentally want, and that's what all of us deserve to experience and be and contribute to. Absolutely. So how, how can our leaders find out more? Well, um, this is um, uh, day two, day three for me in my uh, interim FTSE role. But what I will be doing is linking in with senior leads to arrange time to meet with them um, and their teams to understand actually some of the challenges um, that they may be finding around uh, FTSE, but also with the intent and of promoting. FTSE, you mean freedom to speak up and, uh, and promoting that activity um, around the processes for uh, raising um, concerns in general. Perfect. And how can staff and people make uh, raise a concern, get in contact with you? What's the process that they should take? I think for me, it's um, 
about how things can ideally be um, handled at a local level. So by that, I mean, um, you know, linking in, liaising with their manager as a first port of call. I fully understand that sometimes that may not be possible always. So perhaps, you know, a line manager's uh, manager. Um, we have a number of um, uh, Freedom Speak Up champions uh, across the organisation. And I'm also on the lookout for uh, for more, but more on that uh, uh, another time. And also with the Freedom Speak Up Guardian um, myself. Um, sometimes it could even be via uh, my colleagues in uh, HR. But the key thing is to come forward to raise the concerns but helping people to do that, uh, first of all, we have to create the space for people um, to do that in the first place, um, to have that psychological safety, because if people don't feel psychologically safe, the likelihood that they will come forward um, is, is pretty minimal, actually. So I think it's thinking about the environment uh, to allow people to speak up. Um, and then when they have your ear actively listening um, with the intent to make a difference, and um, and then following through and reporting back and monitoring. So in a nutshell, that's uh, that's what it's about. Perfect. Thank you so much for explaining that and coming to talk to me today. Um, we and you in particular are working um, a really important job to help to ensure that we don't have a blame culture in the organisation and create an environment where people are open about mistakes and have the opportunity to learn. Um, at a time when the NHS and other public sector services are under unprecedented pressure, it's more important than ever that those in positions of power seek service improvement above self-preservation. Thank you so much for coming in and we'd love to catch up with you another time and talk some more about it. Hey, thanks, Lucy. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please do join in the conversation about this episode, tag us in social media and uh, send us any other comments and let us know your thoughts and we'll see you next time.